Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Good afternoon and welcome to Funny Like a Clown podcast. It is episode 14th, uh, excuse me, February 28th, 2019. I am your host, Dennis Worth, and as always, uh, Funny Like a Clown podcast is brought to you by G Vegas Buffalo Sauce for the spicy, sweet, savory taste of game time. There is only one G Vegas available at gvegas.webs.com. And um, it's a special edition afternoon show today, and I feel like a kid again because we're going to talk about a subject we all grew up on, the Three Stooges. And to do that, I have on the phone Curly's grandson, Brad Server. Brad, welcome to the show. <laughs> it runs in the family, I see, okay. Oh, sweetly. Sweetly it does, but, uh, so take us back to the beginning. I mean, did, uh, you're, you're Curly Neal's grandson. I mean, did, did you ever meet him, or was the time lapse you didn't, or? Well, first of all, it wasn't Curly Neal, it was Curly Howard. Curly Howard, I'm sorry. Too many Curlies going around. So what were some of the stories you heard from family members about him? character he did, right, the Stooges were a character he did, it wasn't his, his real personality, but what were some of the stories that family members told you growing up about him that you remember? when my mom was three, and then Curly passed when my 
when my mom was 14. So when we came into the picture, we had a new grandfather. So there really wasn't a lot of discussion about Curly or what my mom's experiences were like having Curly as a father because she was young and she had a new father. So uh, we weren't told, the interesting part is we weren't even told for, I think I was six and my brother was 10, before we even knew that Curly was our grandfather. Really? So at what age did it hit you that you realized that you were part of something special? Well, I think in our, even at an early age before we knew that we were the grandchildren, uh, we were uh, performing uh, makeshift uh, musicals at the age of three or four for our our family, and we were doing, uh, you know, Roger Hammerstein, some of the, some of the great musicals, and putting on some pretty good productions, considering that we were so young. Right. My brother was an accomplished piano player, and we were uh, we were hamming it up, and and just kind of had that in, in, embedded in us to to be performing. And it wasn't until the one uh, night after my brother went to my uh, his first Broadway show with my grandmother. Uh, he said he wanted to be an actor after he saw the show at, at the age of 10. And she's all, well, I'll let you know, acting does run in our family. Your biological grandfather, Curly, is from the Three Stooges. And so... Now, did you know who the Three Stooges were when she said that? Oh, yeah. We were we were coming home and watching the Stooges as fans. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, you know, so we, it was just blew us away. I mean, the, the our idol, our hero was Curly, and then come to find out, uh, just out of the blue, that he's our grandfather. It uh, it was a, it was a lot to take in, and it was something that basically we who's gonna believe you after you've been watching the Stooges with your friends? Yeah, you go to school. Yeah, school. sure, yeah, sure, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you ain't it. And back then, I didn't have this register. It just all of a sudden came to me as I matured. So that was one of the questions. So you were already performing before you knew he was your grandfather. So you didn't feel any pressure on you to to have to perform or have to carry on the tradition. No, and in a younger age, like I said, since we had a new grandfather, and um, my grandparent, my grandmother, and my mother knew that our grandfather that we had could never fill the shoes of Curly. So we were told not to talk about it at home, and then. You also, it was something that we didn't talk about really at school because people weren't going to believe us anyways. Right. So there really wasn't much pressure. We, amongst ourselves, we talked about it, maybe our close friends. Yeah. And then really there was, uh, as, as, I, as I grew going through uh, grade school and college, there was family litigation going on. My, you know, I had a respect for my mother. I wasn't, uh, I, was, I mean, I was crazy. I was doing crazy stuff, but she didn't want me but did you ever think privately in your head that I'd want to do it? embassador for my grandfather and embraced 
Sure, they still got quite the following, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of my coming out. Not, not as a closet there, <laughs> A different kind of coming out, right? A different kind of coming out. But, but I mean, do you have any cool memorabilia kicking around? Because, I mean, I collect stuff of my heroes and stuff. Do you have any cool stuff of his from... Personal items, right? I, have, I, do have, I, I do have a very large collection, but most of the stuff I had to buy just like most of the listeners and like you did. All right, and I want to talk about, there's also a museum in what, Ambler, Pennsylvania, you can see by appointment? Looking. Oh, this, yeah, the Stugium is uh, one of the most impressive, if not the, the only, uh, three Stugium museum in the U.S. It's, it's a couple stories, it's got thousands of artifacts. Uh, dating back from the great grandparents to uh, to even us, um, and any any listener, anyone that has the opportunity that's anywhere near uh, Philadelphia and the outskirts, you have to go to the Stoogeon because it's it's just an unbelievable showcase of Stooge memorabilia. That's something you can put on your bucket list to see right there. Why why do you think the Three Stooges are so popular? Personally, I mean, to me, it was. Where you had Facebook and MySpace, they were both battling out. MySpace went technical, and Facebook kept it simple, and Facebook won out because it was simple. I mean, for me, the Stooges, they were just simple. You didn't have to think about it. It was flat-out funny, but why do you think the legacy just lives on forever? brought something different and it turned into a great mix. So talking about it running the family, I know you've done a few things, and I'll say a few things, and you tell me what's going on with them. You're known for uh, No Census, No Feeling, Exorcism at 60,000 Feet, and Big Baby. What can you tell us about those? Yeah, well, uh, 2017 was a busy year for me. I was actually in my first two feature films. The, the first one was 
enjoyed it. I love being in front of the camera. Um, and then Exorcism at 50,000 Feet, I had a, a bigger role. That, uh, that actually is coming out this year. And that's, that's, a, that's a lot of fun. That's like uh, Exorcist meets Airplane. You know, it's, it's just a, a horror comedy. It's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, uh, I think the, the viewers are going uh, to enjoy it. And then in between all of that, I've just been doing a lot of YouTube uh, video content, which they can uh, go to Curly G, which is short for Curly's grandson, see some of the stuff we're doing. And uh, most recently, we uh, just started a Three Stooges live show where we're basically touring the U.S., doing uh, some of the traditional skits. Really? What's the response been to that? Oh, it's been it's been absolutely fabulous. Yeah. We 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 basically get uh, crowds of you know we have older people, we have a mix of younger, we have children that are coming to the shows. Oh sure. And they're basically they're they're staying for Q and A's and lining up for hours after just to take pictures and say you know thank you for bringing back a piece of time that has been forgotten to some degree. They're reliving their childhood, yeah. sure. There's a lot of comics now where you got to think about the comedy. You know, you work all day. You don't want to come home and think about your comedy. You just want it to be funny. You don't want to do more thinking. You think at work, right? But you're also an accomplished drummer. Tell us a little bit about being a drummer. What are you, what's in your music history? to keep the Stooges memory alive you already talked about but uh you're part of the Grand Stooges on uh on the internet along with uh Darian and Andrea server who help you out with that tell us a little about the the website you got going on Where uh, we love to take pictures. 
should always be there. There's also biases and um, just uh, a lot of good stuff that the, the fans can get a taste of. You know who the Grand Stooges are. The Grand Stooges in, in this is my brother and my sister and I. But you know, there's other Stooges family members that are still around and that we're friends with, and they have grandchildren too. So really, the Grand Stooges uh, branches out to other Stooges family members as well. So now, is it your daughter Elizabeth, who's the great granddaughter? That's correct. And how, does she does she realize who she's a part of, or? Yeah, absolutely. She, when I when I first started going to the, the fan club meetings uh, in about 2008, uh, Lizzie was uh, she was born in 2000, so she was eight. So I brought her with me, and then, you know she was young then, and she, it was just all fun. It was fun for her, right? And she was she was having a great time, but she went to probably four or five of those events, and. Yeah, she's a, she's an 18 year old now, and I, I don't think that right now that she's uh, that's the, uh, the top of her uh, uh, list is to be watching the stages or talking about it. But not carrying on the tradition, though. Yeah, she's the great granddaughter, and, and I'll be passing the torch to her. I don't have, I, unfortunately, I don't have a sign to pass those the, the Howard jeans on, but my my daughter will be uh, will be representing me when I'm in heaven someday with the boys. So carry on the tradition. There you go. Um, I know they recently did some movies about the Three Stooges, some major movies. They brought them back with new characters and stuff. I mean, what were your feelings on that? And were you, was your family consulted about that at all? Or uh, yeah, but, I mean, the, the most recent one in 2012, the Fairly Brothers uh, movie, the Three Stooges. Uh, I I thought it was they did a very very good job. Um, the Three Stooges hadn't been touched because it was pretty much taboo because of the essence of the Three Stooges that you weren't going to or didn't want to try to reenact it because it would probably be a disaster. Uh, but uh, Peter and Bobby Fairley were uh, fans for many, many years, and they spent years writing that story. So it, it really was written well. Um, the boys that uh, did uh, Will Sasso and Sean Hayes and and the rest of the gang and Chris, they did a great job. You were happy with it, yeah? I was very, I was very happy with it. And, and there was a lot of fans that said, oh, they're not, they were terrible, they're not Mo, they're not Curly, they're not them. They really weren't trying to be them. They're not trying to replace them. Right. It's, it's really a tribute. Tribute, yeah. 50 years later, someone's doing a movie paying tribute to the boys. And that's really all it was. And to get a new generation uh, to see the studio, to see Slapstick, so I was, I was quite impressed. And they say the highest form of flattery is impression, right? So, I mean, if, if everybody's... Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so you mentioned the fans. we got a few fans of Funny Like Clown Podcast who wrote in about the Stooges. You want to take a few fan questions? Sure, absolutely. All right, I'll say what they wrote in, and you just tell me if you remember it and your opinion on it if you do, okay? Sure. All right, Mo Mike Hogan writes in Dizzy Doctors. Okay. Um, that, was one of his, that was one of his favorites? Is that what he said? Yeah, that was his favorite that he did. I mean, do you remember the skit? Yeah? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great one. All right. Um, Dana Friedman wrote in, Hawk me a cynic while you're in there. What's she referring to there? What is that? I'm not quite <laughs> understanding what she said either there, Dennis. <laughs> All right. I was curious on that one. Hawk me a cynic while you're in there. It sounds like... They're going to get something to drink, and someone's to tell, telling them, have a, have a drink for me while you're in there. But, uh, 
Not sure what that was for. More than you do, right? All right. Uh, all right. Rodney Worth wrote in, uh, just watching them every Sunday morning in New York on Channel 11 in the 1970s before Mom dragged us off to church. Do you think it's a good way to get ready for Absolutely. church watching the Stooges? Absolutely. I mean, that was, I, ours was more after school. But every day after school, we rushed home. And that was, that was what you wanted to do. That's what you, you ran home. You didn't do your homework. You didn't do anything. You rushed home. You got in front of your TV. And you watched the Three Stooges. And then if you got to see the Little Rascals and, and some of the other things, that was great too. But the Three Stooges was, was it. And yes, growing up, me and my friends in that era, absolutely. That, that's something to be old and remember forever. Sure. Bob Berry writes in the oil well hosting cor hoisting curly. Do you remember that episode? I, yeah, I do remember that. That was that was another classic. Well. Yeah, absolutely. And Julie Bergeron writes in census takers and disorder in the court were her two favorites. So certainly, I mean, the fans are still loving them. I know you're doing the Comic Cons also, and uh, I know Scotty from Star Trek. He said when he went for a Comic Con, he couldn't believe it, but he said it'll probably last five years, and five years later it was bigger than ever. He's like, maybe ten years. Ten years later it was bigger than ever. He said it's going to go on forever, but I mean, well, what's going on for you at the Comic Cons? They just want to touch the Stooges, right, through you? People are like that, but uh, what's the strangest question you ever got asked about the Stooges at one? Just having the DNA of uh, the Howard blood running through my veins 
and Ali, my brother and my sister, we we've been so blessed, and it's been a it's been a it's been a, a fun ride. ride. Fun ride. All right, so what's in the future for you personally, Brad? Is it more music? Is it acting? And what's in, what's in the future for what you're doing with the Stooges? Yeah, I think the, the live show is kind of just taking off. We're going we're gonna to take that on the road um, and, and bring the laughter to the fans. And then uh, I want to continue doing movies and uh, really music. I think music's going to be the next step. Um, I, there again, that's what we were just talking about, autographs. I was, I was thinking musicians send in, whether they play the guitar, the bass, whatever they play, they send me some of their music on an MP3. I put down some drum tracks on it, send it back to them, and then they have, we have a piece of music that we did together, and that's, that's the autograph. That's what they have from the three studios that Curly Spence that jammed with them. Wow, that's, that's magical that's right there, yeah. All right, so uh, we end off each show with uh, trivia. I got three Stooge trivia questions for you, and I'll tell you right now, nobody's gone three for three, so don't worry if you don't. But uh, before we get to the trivia questions, anything else you want to mention, or? Beantown, baby, that's us. I love world champion Red Sox, world champion Patriots. All right, let's see. All right, the first trivia question: What was the original name of the Three Stooges that they used for the original pilot? That's a good question. It's not the Three Stooges. Nope. Hmm. You got me. You better cut this part out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> like no, but nobody's gone three for three. It was called Jerk of All Trades for the pilot. There you go. See? It's running in the family. All right. Trivia. All right. Um, second question. What body part did Mo break filming Pardon My Scotch? <laughs> he broke three of his ribs. Which I found interesting because it's like it's slapstick comedy. You don't think it's real, but he actually got hurt. Three ribs broken. Three ribs. No stuntmen for the no. Three Stooges, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll go for the third trivia question right here. And this is well, this one's about your grandfather. Out of a hundred and ninety shorts, which one did Curly say was his favorite? Nobody gets them right. Nobody's really doing good on the trivia, but maybe the fans will know, and if they don't, then they know. Uh, his favorite was a plumbing we will go. Oh, is it? <laughs> but is that where you stand in the tub and you try to block the water coming out of each pipe? Is that what that one is? That that's an excellent. I remember that one as a kid. It was an excellent skit. Well, Brad, I want to thank you for being on Funny Like a Clown podcast. It has been an honor to speak with one of the uh, relatives of the Three Stooges. I wish you well in the future. The honor is mine. Thank you to the fans. Love 
Yeah, baby. Keep them laughing, all right? All right. Talk soon. Bye-bye. All right, not so hot on the trivia, but other than that, hey, he's keeping the memory alive, and that's what it's all about, because who don't love the Three Stooges? Everybody grew up on them, and it's, it was simple comedy. You didn't have to think about it. You just cut home, watched them, and made them laugh, and that's why they will live on forever. I am Dennis Worth, host of the show. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Funny Like Clown Podcast. Until the next episode, keep laughing, folks, because laughter is the best medicine. Good night. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.